0: is the way. Wow, 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 he's very nice. What's going on, everybody? It is Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Central Time. It is the tagline, the show where the tagline is the title. We are the Cinefanatics. My name is Robert Adams. I'm Chris. Way to hit that with enthusiasm. Good job, Chris. Welcome, everyone, to watching the show. How is everyone doing tonight? Woo. I'm okay. You're okay? Yeah. You sound like it. I'm doing fair. You're doing dandy. I'm, I'm just peachy. I'm fair. You're fair? I'm fair. You're fair-weathered? fair, fair weathered. I'm,
1: I guess. <laughs> I don't know. How's Dallas doing right now? Dallas hey I'm a fair weather Dallas fan Dallas
0: Hey-o. oh you're talking about football Those are sports. yeah they started sports up again mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to watch like a sports movie to like kind of yeah. like help celebrate and be like yay movies
1: are being delayed still but sports is back hey whatever
0: Sp- yeah but no one's in the stands that would be like a movie theater playing a movie with no one sitting uh, in the theater
1: you can be in the stands you just have to be made out of cardboard
0: oh well I mean yeah so I mean kind of the same thing It's a movie theater playing a movie, but no one's sitting in the theater. (laughs) They're just playing the movie on the screen. What
1: if they did that? What if you went to a movie right now and the seats next to you that obviously can't be filled because of social distancing measures in theaters were just filled with people that were made of cardboard?
0: Why would they do that?
1: Make you feel like you're watching the movie in community.
0: In the meantime, you're watching the theater at home. You're not watching the movie. You're just watching the camera filming the theater. Oh, well, there's that. Thing. And the cardboard people sitting in the theater.
1: I was talking about your experience at the theater. You're sitting next so, to a cardboard person. who's so, also on their phone and breathing and sneezing next to you.
0: Uh, so one of my one of my bosses at work is a huge uh he's a huge baseball fan. I can't remember. I th- want to say it's like the Rangers um they did something where like i guess he was a season ticket holder to begin with and uh then they said hey you can't come you can't physically come here and watch the game so we're we're gonna refund you your season pass but here's what we can do is you send us an image of you and we'll put it on the cardboard cutout and stick it in the stands so as the camera's passing through the stands while the game's going on you could potentially see yourself sitting in the stands as a cardboard cutout so he got it for himself and his father and then after the season's over uh they shipped the the cardboard back to you as like your little souvenir i was like that's kind of a cool idea. Well, that's adorable. has nothing to do with movies, so let's move on. So, um, <laughs> great. I cannot be at
1: the game, and a cardboard representation of myself can have all the fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's funny.
1: Do Does my cardboard version also get a sweet stadium hot dog?
0: Uh, possibly. They just smeared over the front of it. You, just, <laughs> Wait, you got something on your... Uh...
1: You just ship me a package of Ballpark
0: Franks. <laughs> you got to own around your... your I don't know if I wipe my mouth clean anyways I'm I'm looking what? What? <laughs> uh, so again thank y'all for watching thank y'all for being here uh, as the show gets started uh, if you have any questions make sure to drop those down at the stream labs which is above his head there's also the super chat uh, give us a heads up let us know you're in the chat say hey what's going on guys we're here uh, let's let's talk let's have some interaction as we're doing this show Uh, Again, this is Tuesday night. We started this at 9 p.m. Central Time, so we are a little early because we will be doing the Schmodown replay uh, in a little over an hour. So we've got the Schmodown replay to do tonight, which is...
1: 2-Stream Tuesday. Yeah,
0: 2-Stream Tuesday going on. Uh, It is Jader Promo versus Tom. Yeah, one
1: more week of 2-Stream Tuesday next week, and then we're smooth sailing.
0: And, and then we're going to be back to our normal tagline uh time at 9:30 p.m. Central Time. Hey,
1: let's talk about that. Do we want to do 9:30 or do you want to stay at 9? Let's
0: find out. Uh I kind of want to keep it at 9:30 just because it's not a huge rush to get home from work like we did last night. <laughs> oh. So, um yeah, anyways, that's that's the game plan for right now. Uh anyways, what else have we got going on? Before we dive into movie news, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I've watched absolutely nothing.
0: Well, I haven't gotten to there yet, so... I'm
1: getting ahead of the game.
0: Oh, okay. Way to save some time.
1: We actually got quite a fair dinkum amount to talk about. Uh, I watched Annie I watched Hall. An Australian.
0: I watched Annie Hall, so... Oh, yeah. Okay. Got caught up on a movie I should have seen a long time ago. Watched it. Really liked it. It was pretty good. Oh, uh, that Woody Controversy Woody of Woody Allen aside, I know, like, that's still...
1: He's a, he's a guy doing some weird things.
0: No. Uh, I did read up on that controversy. I don't want to dive into it, but, yep, I know there's something there. And that's, that's the problem with some of these movies is, and I've heard this a lot more lately ever since like the Me Too thing uh, back in 2017, is separating the artist from the art. Uh, big example is Kevin Spacey. I will yeah. always love Usual Suspects, and I love his performance in The Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. Don't really like the guy right now, though. Yeah, Just... But-
1: that being said, though, Baby Driver's getting really hard to watch.
0: Baby Driver, yeah, especially that one particular line. And real hard to watch. <laughs>
1: no, it's not just that. It's also Ansel Elgort, apparently, is not a not a great person. Oh. I don't know how that actually shaked out. I stopped, oh, that's right. I stopped following that whole story, but. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. On, uh, John on Hamm and Jamie Foxx, and let's call it a day.
0: Oof, let's not. Let's, yeah. let, let's try to save as many good actors as we can. Exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, saw Annie Hall, liked it, uh highly recommended if you haven't seen it. It's a good movie. Uh do-do-do-do-do. Patreon, uh this weekend we are doing a movie uh watch along. Still haven't figured out what it is. Uh I, you know what? Here's the thing, in all honesty, I feel like this might be a good time to uh go back to the uh Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's what I was thinking. I know we we had planned to do That's What I was thinking. <laughs> Oh what was that from? Jack oh the box that's commercial. that Jack in the Box commercial where they're like the stoner dudes How driving many the van. Tacos should I get 20? I thought that's it was, what I, was thinking. I thought it was like 30. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'll take 30 Jack in the Box tacos too if okay. they're good.
1: Are you going to eat 20 tacos?
0: If I was like <laughs> Still an absurd That guy number. was like shaggy in, in like in a, a stoner's van.
1: Number. We are off topic. What movie are we watching on the
0: watch-alongs? Uh, so we started off the watch-alongs with Iron Man. I think we're going to go... Do we want to go Iron Man 2 or Incredible Hulk? Which one's actually available on Disney you, you Plus? You can't
1: get Incredible Hulk on Disney
0: Plus. Okay, so, so we're going to have to skip Incredible Hulk, so we'll dive into it's, Iron Man 2.
1: It's the forgotten child of the MCU anyway. Yeah, it's because... I like it. It's a great movie. Is
0: it's, it? It's because Universal owns the distribution Universal's rights to it. Universal's
1: being Universal.
0: Yeah. Not a big fan of Universal as far as like monetization of uh, doing their trailer reactions go either. Uh, WB, on the other hand, used to be like pretty, pretty heavy uh, handed with the claiming monetona- monetization rights. Uh, I can't say the word I know. Moving on.
1: You're saying that they're not now? No, that's they, not true. They used
0: to be very strict. Uh, our Dune trailer reactions still not monetized by them. Yeah, well, so. Will be after this. <laughs> The Batman one though is uh Oh yeah that one uh, got we that ain't one got making no money off that. Yeah. That got that got nabbed real quick. Uh is Chris's mic on?
1: Is it? Is it on? Yeah. It should be on. I'm just probably talking very quietly because I'm still dealing with such.
0: Yeah, his mic's on. Uh, but Can you hear me now? Uh, so Garth is saying, "Hey there, Walken is great in Annie Hall, especially in the car driving scene. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a part where he seems like completely normal, and then he tells uh, Woody Allen's characters, like, yeah. So when sometimes when I'm driving, I can like predict people's like deaths and stuff. And, like immediately, I was like, oh, the dead zone. <laughs> nice. So and then like the very next thing they show is uh, Christopher Walken." uh driving with annie and uh Alvy, woody hall uh, uh woody out Al- woody hall woody allen's character and annie's sitting in the middle like all happy-go-lucky and woody allen's just looking over at christopher walken like you okay dude <laughs> you okay bro <laughs> or something like that however woody I allen would love say here
1: woody allen say you okay bro yeah
0: because <laughs> he's got the very very stero- hey, stereotypical hey, are you, are jewish okay? okay, voice <laughs> yeah Oh, it's going to give me dysentery. I was trying to figure out like how I could do like a Woody Allen impression the entire time I'm watching the movie, and I was like, no, I can't.
1: Garth, my volume is not lower. My brother's just a loud a-hole.
0: Yeah, volume is lower than Robert. Uh, yeah, because I'm right up here, and I'm...
1: He's a boisterous son I'm of a I'm a very
0: boisterous person. So.
1: Boisterous. I'm not going to say son of a you-know-what, because we share a mom. Um...
0: Anyways, moving on. Uh, So, I saw Annie Hall. Good job.
1: Uh, MCU. Yeah, let's do Iron Man 2. We're doing Iron Man 2 on Saturday. Let's do Iron Man 2. That sounds good. We're skipping Incredible Hulk because Universal.
0: Iron Iron Man 2 is on Disney+. Plus. That sounds fantastic. Let's do it. Especially because that one is kind of like, eh, as far as the MCU movies go. Yeah, I I
1: really just want to complain about how the final fight lasted all of...
0: A like minute. two seconds, <laughs> maybe a minute. <laughs> Anyways, if y'all want to watch that, hop on uh patreon.comslash cinnamonatics at the ten dollar tier. Uh, make sure you're uh, you either have the DVD, the Blu ray, or you have Disney Plus uh, saved up, ready to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, and come join us. Uh, I believe we'll probably do that. That's what Saturday. We'll probably do it around this time Saturday night. Oh, then, are you working Saturday? Uh, Yes.
1: Okay. Then we'll probably do it around this time Saturday.
0: Probably 9 p.m. Central time Saturday. So that'll be 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun because we're going to be talking about his bird. He wants his I bird. I want my bird. My bird. I want my bird. <laughs> so you come for all the really bad Russian accents.
1: bird? I'll get you a bird. <laughs> yeah. I'll get you any bird you want.
0: Actually, that's a really good – that actually does kind of sound like Sam Rockwell. Yeah, y- don't
1: ask me to ever do Sam Rockwell again because that's a once in a lifetime. And that was, that
0: was pretty good. You need to do his uh, do his quotes from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles though. <laughs> Family, <laughs> you call that a fa- no? That's Casey Jones that says that. I can't remember <laughs> what the quotes are. Uh, where he's uh, he's walking the people around his uh the place where the Foot Clan's at, and he's like, anything you want to do, do. You know what I'm saying? anything he's like you got any cigarettes he's like regular or menthol i was like ha, little kids smoking it's so early 90s <laughs> uh so we got tyler's here
1: i think garth is wanting me to uh quote this because he gave a full walk-in quote
0: oh yeah yeah because your christopher Walken is pretty good
1: but i don't know the inflection that he uses in the movie it's
0: Christopher Walken, he only has one inflection ever. So basically, ever. Just say it as yeah. how
1: I would normally do a Walken yeah. impression, and then it's just gonna it's it's gonna work. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it real quick. I might see if I can try this. Um. Yeah
0: he he posted the quote as two two separate postings yeah. on there. Yeah.
1: I have to. Uh, you always in order to do the Walken impression, you always you always got to start with a hi. Hi. You stop. I know. My, stop my, my, doing it. My
0: is John Travolta. Yours yes. is Christopher Walken. Every
1: time I do it, you don't need to follow it up with your horrible attempt.
0: No, I, I just feel like you as Christopher Walken, me as John Travolta, need to be in a movie.
1: I want to hang with you in,
0: <laughs> in <John>.
1: solidarity.
0: <laughs>
1: it's it's Sandy. Can I confess something? I'll tell you as an artist. I think you'll understand. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast. I have the sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of the shattering glass, the flames rising out, the flowing gasoline. <laughs> That's pretty good. I was going a little too quick. Walken's actually much slower, but yeah, <laughs> that
0: was really good. Um, <laughs> it's moving on. Anyway, uh, so if
1: you want to send to Streamlabs for that impression.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, in in the future, any impressions like that, just twenty dollars stream or whatever the charge is for impressions.
1: Hey, baby, do whatever I want. just send the twenty spot. <laughs>
0: uh, so moving on. Um, personal stuff. Uh, personal, I would say real quick because I know nobody really wants to hear this. We're here talk about movies, but I mean we do have personalities, Personally, and so therefore you we're personal.
1: Also, to do a Patrick Warburton impression. Anyway, what were you oh saying? yeah, your,
0: his Patrick Warburton is really good too. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're doing, uh, what's his face from Emperor's New Groove? Kronk. Kronk, yeah. Uh, so, uh, personally, I know I'm wanting to dive back into doing (laughs) vlogging. I don't know when I'm going to get the time because I barely have the time to do this, but, I mean, we're still holding on. Uh, probably, I might work on something here in, like, another couple of days. Especially because, you know, there's a birthday coming up and that seems kind of special. Uh, now you're
1: just copying me.
0: Well, okay, sure.
1: I'm working on a, a vlog I shot on my birthday.
0: That's not gonna come out until my birthday.
1: <laughs> no, it's probably not gonna come out until after your birthday. Well,
0: oh, okay. Uh, so I mean, I kind of want, I kind of want to do something like that as, again. So going back over to my YouTube channel to do stuff like that, um, because I feel like I got some stuff I want to talk about. Should shake some stuff out of the, the attic up here, and. Movies watched, recovered. Okay, so uh, movie news, real quick. Want to dive into something? It's it's not necessarily movie news, but it's movie related. Uh, we've done it before, so we'll talk about it real quick. They released a trailer for season two of uh, *Mandalorian*. This is the way. <laughs> yeah. So. Yay! Interesting.
1: <laughs> Christopher is trying to sing the Mandalorian theme, which has no words, by the way.
0: <laughs> Anyways, so uh, they released uh, this. Uh, looks good. It looks great. Um, I I, I saw it I'm briefly, ready. real quick. Now the thing is, is like some of the characters they're introducing in this, some of them are from other like Star Wars properties that I'm not 100 percent familiar Eventually, with. Yeah. Uh, I know they were saying um, Ahsoka. that Ahsoka was going to be in this.
1: Zara apparently supposed to be playing Ahsoka? Yeah.
0: I don't believe we saw her in the trailer. No, we did not. Okay. We saw someone in the trailer.
1: You saw a hooded figure, which was uh, Sasha Banks. She's a wrestler. Uh, she is playing somebody in this. The thought right now is that she is portraying Sabine Wren, which is a Mandalorian character from Star Wars Rebels.
0: Now, real quick, going off that, that's the one that I, I believe, if I remember correctly, hearing about it, she was the last one to have that black shiny sword thing.
1: The last one that we saw with it, yes. That that to, Gideon Moff, or Moff
0: Gideon prior has. To,
1: prior to Giancarlo Esposito having it. Yeah, Moff Gideon. I swear, Moff I, Gideon. I have to fight from saying Stanton every time, because that's <laughs> someone completely different. Thank you, Schmodown. Thank you, Ben Bateman.
0: <laughs> um... So, yeah, it looks good, and that's the thing, like, uh, I think we mentioned it last night on the replay that just watching TV shows is very hard to do. Uh, We managed to crank out Mandalorian when... It first came out.
1: It's e- Mandalorian's easier because if they're going to follow through with what they did the first season for the second season, then you're looking at another eight episodes of about 30 to maybe 40 minutes tops an episode, which is easily digestible. It's easily digestible. You can throw that on, and it's once a week. They release it once a week, so it's real quick. Now, I don't like that. I want, you know, 12 episodes at an hour an episode, but that at that point when you start getting to the 12 episode seasons based on the way they're telling stories now you're looking at potentially an episode of like super filler content and you don't necessarily need that for the stories i just would love hour-long episodes kind of dive deeper into that world in each episode since i have to wait a week every single time anyway
0: yeah you can't really necessarily binge it uh for a comparison i mentioned that uh like the only tv show i've i'm actually watching right now is the boys now that the boys is back the boys The boys are back in town anyways uh i had to change the pitch on it's not that i'm a bad singer i just had to change the pitch the so we didn't get back in town. yeah thanks uh <laughs> anyways hey. uh so i'm watching that and I, I, that one they're also releasing like once a week now. Boys, yeah. But that show is an hour long. So uh, Mandalorian looks fantastic. I can't wait to get back more into yeah. that and see exactly what uh, Moff Gideon is going to do with that that shiny black sword.
1: That, what, little, that little laser sword. Whatever um. it's called. The dark saber. saber. Ah,
0: yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, he's
1: gonna wreak havoc, is what he's gonna do. Uh, he's gonna throw all the Mandalorians into a tizzy.
0: Which is funny because he's also like the main bad guy on the boys <laughs> right the now. Also, like yeah. So if you need a if you need a good bad guy for your show, he's just really good. <laughs> you called Giancarlo Esposito. That's
1: why people are wanting him to play like uh, Magneto. Also.
0: Uh, I I mean I could see that, but yeah. uh, you said you started watching Breaking Bad, but
1: yeah, I watched the first three episodes and never continued because the quarantine, the whole. Pandemic stuff was like really getting to me. It's way.
0: like sad enough, at, like depressing enough <laughs> this as is.
1: Story about a guy who's dying of cancer and having to make meth in order to survive. Not really the story I really want to be watching right now.
0: So you need to you need to get back on that and continue watching it to get to where they introduce uh, Gus Fring. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, Los Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> yeah, I'll get back into that. Uh, which but... Binging with Babish released a video of oh. him making the chicken from yep. Los Pollos Hermanos. So. Yeah. So Garth
1: said that uh, Sasha Banks is rumored to play Sabine. Uh, the thing is, I was watching uh SCN live earlier today, and Christian was saying that he's about ninety-five percent certain that she's actually not playing Sabine. Now, the issue with that is uh. Christian's usually pretty good about, uh, Christian Harlow, for those who don't know, is usually pretty good about predicting these kinds of things that happened within the Star Wars realm. He, you know, very, very rightly predicted the Emperor was going to come back and rise a Skywalker um, way before any of us really knew that. And so the thing with that is that I don't necessarily not trust Christian's opinion or take on that. Especially when uh, someone like Roxy asks him if he has any inside information, and he just repeats himself, saying, "Yeah, I'm about 95% certain that she's not playing Sabine." So, there's a chance that she's actually just flat out playing a new character that we've never heard of before, and that the misdirection that we that we think that the trailer was trying to give by going Jedi, and then oh, there's Sasha Banks, and it's that's not that's not happening at all. She is actually playing maybe a Jedi or playing some kind of new character of some sort, but.
0: Well, I mean, so far they've introduced a lot of new characters on that show, and I really like them. <laughs> so here, everybody's a new character. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, can't wait to see how that continues to expand upon the Star Wars universe.
1: Especially if Boba Fett's actually in it, like, they, like the rumor.
0: Yeah. Uh. So next point of movie news is, uh like, out of nowhere, all of a sudden it just got sprung upon us that... They've already filmed and pretty much completed Borat 2.
1: Nobody asked for that.
0: Yeah, no one did, but, you know... We'll, we'll take it. My, my thoughts and feelings and opinions of that... Wow, 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 very nice. Absolutely. Uh, that there's going to be a Borat 2. Now, reading about it, they said that originally there, there really couldn't have been a Borat 2 because everyone knows Sasha Baron Cohen looking like Borat. Everyone can see Borat coming from a mile away the original movie was extremely popular yeah uh so everyone's so just so used to how he looks that he's not going to be able to fool anyone now they're taking that idea and twisting it that now uh it it, it, because the movie was so popular that Mm -hmm. borat the character is going a little meta borat the character is now having to dis- disguise himself oh, while he's still borat so because of this potentially they were able to film this entire movie It's <gasps> sasha baron cohen as borat disguising himself as like someone else
1: Please, a dude disguises another dude playing
0: <laughs> exactly uh so they <laughs> oh managed to God. film this entire movie now also keep in mind why how political this past year has been oh
1: lord this is gonna be a
0: Oh, this has every possibility to be fantastic. Oh,
1: this is going to be a horrifying nightmare, and I'm not ready for it, and I'll probably still watch it anyway.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I, I like the fact the whole movie was comp- like, pretty much filmed and completed and done, and as far as it looks like, it's almost ready to be released. Yeah. So who knows when we're actually going to like I haven't heard anything about this until now and this is news I feel like that w- was kind of broken just because someone just so happened to see uh Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat like walking down a street or something like that getting into a van and then that person kind of re- released the news and then Sasha Baron Cohen's camp I guess was like oh yeah yeah we we are doing a Borat too in fact it's already done. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> just moving on. <laughs> uh, eager for this. Uh really eager because the first movie was hilarious.
1: Yeah, that's that's super fascinating. Um, I don't know, like so the first movie is I watched it, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was it was funny, it had great moments. Uh I'm not like super enthusiastic about Borat or really generally any of the stuff that uh Sasha Baron Cohen does. Uh, I don't think I've really actually seen any of his other... Anything. I haven't seen Bruno, and I haven't seen The Dictator, so... Yeah. Uh, Borat's pretty much the only, like, thing that he's done that I feel like I've seen. So, I'm not, like, super, like, on board with it, but because I've seen the first one, I'll probably definitely see the second one. You know, obviously, too, we have a YouTube channel that we do reviews and stuff on, so while I can, while I can fully, like dismiss seeing horror movies all i want because Because i'm gonna watch them because you're definitely gonna watch them and still review them (laughs) generally anything else roughly is gonna is fair game for me to still see Mm -hmm. i'm probably still gonna see it
0: well i mean let's keep in mind in that vein if they ever do release that uh was it jackass four i'm probably not gonna see that (laughs) (laughs) you will (laughs) i'm totally on board with that yeah i know you'll go see that
1: how many nights lying in bed before going to sleep is those late night tv tv channel watchings and it's like mom and dad's gone to bed you you no longer live at home i'm by myself i'm like all right let's what are we watching jackass is on what is this show oh this show's hilarious yeah they're idiots i love it
0: well not a big fan of like bodily fluids.
1: Yeah, that part those those parts are typically really gross, but yeah, the, the stunts and stuff are pretty
0: The really the, the physical stunts are usually really good. Like I, I like some of the stuff they did, like the giant hand that whacks yeah, yeah, them yeah. in the face as they come down the hall. That was fantastic.
1: Damn, hey, I got I got something to show you. Yeah, was it?
0: <laughs> or was it like Wee man would run up and like punch someone in the nuts and then take off running? <laughs> that would be that's hilarious. Yeah. Um but otherwise, yeah. Not a big fan of the the bodily fluid stuff. So I'm going to pass on seeing that on the big screen.
1: Gross. But yeah, I mean, Borat too? Probably see it.
0: Borat, Borat I like because it's that same kind of like pranking setup that jackass can do. Yeah. But it's it, <laughs> it's funny to say, it has a lot more adult mindset behind it. Like some of it is very political, um, but it's, it's political in a, a very broad spectrum in, in that he makes fun of like almost everything.
1: It's covering... As weird as it is to say, yeah. It's covering more mature topics, whereas Jackass is just stunts and gross stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> more mature, but he's still going to these like really nice houses uh, full of cl- classy people and still like, is your wife a prostitute? Yeah. and <laughs> Like, okay. He's still running through hotels with his buddy completely naked. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Real quick before we move on yep. to the next one, we got Rockin' Movies with Tyler in the chat. Sorry, our good friend Tyler Schwint, in there asking if I do a good Brock Sampson Uh, only in the extent that I can do anything I can do a Patrick Warburton and I can do Kronk and I can do uh, Joe from Family Guy but I I know that pretty much all of of, uh, Patrick Warburton's voices are
0: Pretty, pretty much the same. They're pretty
1: close. Uh, I've never watched Venture Brothers, so I have absolutely no idea the exact inflection that he uses for Brock Samson. The
0: fact that you even know that Brock Samson was Venture Brothers is well, impressive.
1: He also talked about Venture Brothers on here. But no, I, oh. I, I, I do I did I did actually know the, that name is connected to Venture Brothers, but uh I know the
0: character. I can see what the character looks like in my head, but
1: if you uh if you wanna drop a like another Patrick Warburton type <laughs> voice, you don't have to do the super chat for it, but you want to do that instead of Brock Sampson, then I'm all on board, but I don't know if I could pull out Brock Sampson because I don't really know what that character sounds like specifically.
0: <laughs> hey, Venture Brother, or something like that. Stop trying to steal my stuff. <laughs> Get your own voices. I have my own voices, but my voice is going to be like Marvin the Martian with this P-32 modulator.
1: And he's really easy to do. And it's he's really easy
0: to do. <laughs> Garth is, like, offended that you've never watched Venture Brothers. <laughs> Look, we miss things. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, while we're waiting for that, box office numbers. We still have some. In really. fact, not only do we have ours, we also got China's.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of really the only one I really want to hit on here because, honestly, like we know that Tenet and New Mutants are still making at least a little bit of money since they're the, really the only two movies that are out in domestic theaters. Whichever ones of those are actually open right now. Mm-hmm. I know Unhinged is out too, but who cares?
0: I know, I got coworkers that were excited. I, I actually have one coworker that has seen Unhinged already, and she said it was pretty good. Uh, but it good like things. and, and uh, we were talking about it at work because of course they know I I do this. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, I got to talk about movies, and I I was telling I was like it looks decent, but it looks like one of those that you you pretty much would it would be something that you would see in passing if you were at Blockbuster back in the '90s and yeah. you're looking for something good, and the movie that just came out that you want has no copies behind the case, so you can't grab that one. And then you see Unhinged, you're like, oh, I'll take that one.
1: It's sitting next to whatever John Cena movie or he's playing some like CIA agent or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it definitely feels like one of those like directed. Russell Crowe needed a paycheck type movies uh, when I when I saw the trailer, but also the concept is really interesting too. Just the guy who's like road raging to the extent of he's following the 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 the, the main character of the movie and yeah. whatnot and it's kind of. I don't know just it's
0: weird. I have heard like people talking about it and they're like, Yeah, the thing is is like you watched the movie and again I haven't seen it so I don't know yeah. for certain, but Same. a lot of people who are who've watched the movie that are talking about it, they're like, Yeah, uh she kinda brought it on herself and I'm like, Really? Victim blaming is what we're gonna do in this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if she would have just minded her Ps and Q's, I mean pints sure, and quarts.
1: You can say that someone brings a consequence on themselves, but maybe the consequence shouldn't be uh Road crazy, Rage crazy guy following you and you know, wanting to kill
0: you. Oh yeah, no. If I accidentally <laughs> cut someone off in traffic in real life, and I get like that horn honk or the middle finger, I'm usually like, oh sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. Or well, move. I'm in a hurry to get to work.
1: Please try to have a great day, <laughs> despite my uh, my <laughs> buttishness. My buttishness. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a family friendly channel. We just
0: we just talked about a show, a movie called Jackass, and you're like my mm-hmm. buttishness, <laughs> my my jackassery.
1: Sure, that works too um anyway so really the only one we want to touch on here you know you got bill and ted's in there you got unhinged you got new mutants got tenet all these movies are still climbing a little bit at a time because people aren't necessarily comfortable about going to the theater still um we are looking at where did it go it disappeared on me already
0: uh, I think the key one domestically to look at it right now is Tenet because that's the one that's going to be guiding yeah. the other major movies, whether they get pushed back or not. Yeah. Ooh. Had to cut that sentence short. Um. So the
1: other one right now is that Mulan is actually opening at international markets. It's only available domestically on Disney Plus right now, and there's no real numbers to track that because Disney Plus would have to release those and they're not yet. Yeah. So um, there's nothing really to track on that. But as far as international markets, Mulan did officially open up within the last four days in uh, China, which... There's a lot of controversy around that movie in China right now based on weed actress and then there's controversy stuff that in they general said. about where they shot at. And that's not necessarily controversy in China as much as it is controversy outside of China about where they shot certain scenes at within China. There's a whole lot of stuff that's Kind of holding Mulan down and keeping it back from really succeeding in the box office.
0: I actually didn't know like too much about the controversy of where it was shot until yeah. I watched the Honest trailer earlier today. Yep. And they briefly, briefly mentioned. I was like, oh, okay, now yep. I get why that's. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah.
1: Someone, someone at Disney probably didn't do their uh, due diligence enough.
0: Yeah. When, so thank you, Screen Junkies, for teaching me something.
1: Yeah, you, you done learned something. So the thing about China is, and that's the the main number you're looking at, the fact that it's open and has currently grossed twenty three million two hundred thousand in China is actually kind of impressive, considering the uh, flack it's getting and the way the world is right now. Hmm. Although China is a big country, so maybe it's not that impressive. Regardless. I would say
0: you're like a cup half full type I'm of person trying, over to, here. I'm there. trying to be optimistic <laughs> about movies right now. I really am. Um,
1: it's it's done pretty decent across various. Uh, the the say like the asian pacific where you've got like new zealand you've got singapore you know uh i don't think it's open necessarily in australia but I actually i don't even know if it's really open it's not even open in new zealand it's actually it looks like it's on disney plus in new zealand also so yeah i don't know there's just a few countries out there that have gotten access to it and for that, its total worldwide gross right now is thirty-seven million six hundred thousand. It's a very interesting situation that we're in right now with these movies because we're typically used to a big movie like Mulan would, could potentially, just dis- controversy aside, hit the billion mark. Yeah, it might not have. It might have you know topped out somewhere between the seven eight hundred million dollar range, like most of these other. But I mean, you look at Lion King. Lion King hit that billion dollar. And it was the same exact movie as the 90s animated. It's just sans emotion.
0: Yeah, like any emotion.
1: If that movie can hit a billion dollars...
0: My father died.
1: No, Dad. Don't. No, no, Dad. No, Dad, no. 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 Oh, let me climb underneath your paw again. No? Okay. Wah. Yeah. Dad? So... Daddy? We're we're done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so,
0: I'm looking down here at the, the 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 delay and seeing it on the laptop, and I'm like, "That's pretty much what it was. That was actually probably our best impression tonight. Yeah, real animals don't <laughs> emote, so that movie
1: kind of just." Meh. Uh, that being said, it is responsible for a lot of things that they're able to do in Mandalorian right now, too. If you know anything about what Jon Favreau did on that movie, and if you watch the Disney gallery behind the scenes of Mandalorian, so that's actually really impressive. And, they had,
0: like, one whole room that's, like, a giant green screen. We just have a wall. That has, it's not
1: even a green screen. It's just a screen.
0: Yeah. Well, the yeah, because you could you could key out pretty much any solid color, yeah. uh, just green and blue or what.
1: Yeah, if we can do it, they can do it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Mulan Wait, probably would have opened to a, a fair decent amount of money, <laughs> like you know, at least a ninety million dollar opening potentially under mm-hmm. no under no uh, pandemic or anything. It opens to whatever it's made on Disney Plus, and it opens in China to twenty three million. It's opening worldwide, which
0: the Disney Plus numbers are not really figuring into like, the box office charts.
1: You really you really can't, because then you'd have to do, like, a census taker and go by household by household to see. How mm-hmm. many people live in your household that are actually watching this? Speaking
0: of which, we need to fill out the census.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's <laughs> two people living in our house, both male, 30s, white. There you go. Take it, government. You're already watching this anyway. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> um, so, uh, that being said, I, apparently it's – Mulan is still doing well on Disney Plus because Disney is very heavily looking at really seeing uh, Soul. Pixar Soul yeah. on the same platform as well. So Which, kind of kind of like the joke they made on the the Honest trailers this morning was like, yeah. So it should have been in the theater, but instead it's just another way for Disney to try to monetize some e- extra revenue. Oh well, yeah. If we could do it with that, let's just do it with Soul also. Like.
1: That one makes a lot of sense, though, because it's an animated movie. There's not a whole lot of overhead in terms of like movie sets and locations and yeah. a whole huge crew. There's animators and voice actors, and then there's just the overhead for the studios in general. Uh, that one you're going to be able to pump out on a uh, on a platform like that a little bit easier to be able to make at least a good, decent chunk of change back on it. Yeah, uh, Soul. I believe also because it's a new Pixar movie is going would do actually very well in terms of selling Disney Plus to some people, uh, especially since we've already gotten the trailers and stuff for it, and it, it looks good. It mm-hmm. looks like a good Pixar movie, and I'm ready to see it. So,
0: looks like Inside Out, but with some Soul. That was dumb. I wasn't trying to be funny. That actually, I would. That's I said how what I said. That's exactly how I would describe that movie. I know. I said what I said.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, anyway, uh, you see Soul going there. Uh, they're probably definitely going to be pushing Black Widow. You know, you see Wonder Woman got pushed to December. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if there's been any word on Dune yet getting pushed, which it would make sense to do so. But, you know, you see some of these movies are getting pushed now once again because there's numbers coming back from the box office right now. Uh, Tenet is is being a guinea pig, essentially. And studios studio's like, yeah, yeah. I really don't like what we're seeing. So let's Just not do keep, our movie yet. Uh,
0: uh, I know the thing to keep in mind on that is, again, Tenant is not a previously known IP like no. Wonder Woman is. Uh, but Tenant is pretty much being sold solely based off of Christopher Nolan's name being attached to it.
1: Christopher Nolan is a previous IP and Time is a previous IP.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean yeah. – I don't but but you not know like wonderful. Yeah. acronym is You 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 keep saying that word. I don't I'm I don't th- the I don't think <laughs> it means what you think it means. I <laughs> don't think it means what you think it means. Uh speaking of which, they're doing like a was it the Princess Bride yeah. uh reunion. Uh that sounds fantastic. Uh anyways, moving on. Uh was it? You had uh there was another DC fandom event this past weekend
1: a bunch smaller one because i don't i i don't know too many stories actually came out of that that pertain to the movies at all uh
0: there was one in particular where producer barbara muschietti from doing the flash movie uh she was uh she gave a little more clarification as to what exactly we're supposed to see in this flash movie kind of confirmed
1: what we were all thinking really and it
0: the, the the key importance on this is it really opens up literally a world of possibilities. Uh, She was quoted saying, uh, well, I want you to go see it. I'm not going to tell you a lot, but what I will tell you is that it's a ride. It's going to be fun and exciting. There's a lot of DC characters in it. Flash is a superhero of this film because he is the bridge between all of these characters and timelines. And in a way, it restarts everything and doesn't forget anything. So essentially, uh, end quote, uh, essentially, uh, they're like, yeah, we didn't start off as good as the MCU did. We kind of uh, fudged this up. Only they didn't say fudge. Only they
1: didn't say fudge.
0: Uh, they kind of fudged this up, and so they're using essentially... Uh, they're essentially using the Flashpoint storyline from the comics as a way to reach out to alternate timelines and other dimensions essentially and sure. just reboot the darn that's thing that's how
1: mutants come into the mcu
0: yeah <laughs> because flash <laughs> anyways uh so let's like a lot of a, a lot of it like some of the characters may still stay the same you may still uh as far as we know so
1: wonder woman aquaman possibly superman we may
0: still Shaman. get uh ben a- ben affleck as batman for a time but uh, there's also a possibility where this may reach out to uh Robert Pattinson, and get his Batman, which may also potentially could be uh, in the same universe as Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? This has the potential to bring all of that together. And that's, that's a very interesting concept if it's, they're able to do it.
1: It's literally an anything-can-happen scenario. I mean, you, you look at they're, – they're saying that the Robert Pattinson Batman universe is – it's on its own. It's separate. It's not doing anything connected. But that could be a bull-faced lie. And then you have, like – you look at the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and those probably aren't going to be connected at all. Just because I don't think anyone who's a part of those projects really wants to kinda of come back at all.
0: I wanna see them be like connected to like Inception and Tenet though, like if all of that was a part of the same
1: Christopher Nolan cinematic universe. Yeah. Uh Interstellar. It's all from the the new world discovered after Interstellar. Um anyway. Yeah, uh this is this is intriguing to me and I I think I've said this before, I'll absolutely repeat it again. DC's looking at what Marvel has done. Not that these two are are full-on in competition with each other in terms of how do we tell our stories because uh, someone like me, I'm going to go see a DC DC movie, I'm going to go see a Marvel movie. I'm going to see them both. Deal with it. But they're looking at how Marvel has told their story, Uh, the cinematic universe that Marvel has spawned and has had great success, and really so far the... I don't only, ha- I don't have that sound clip. The only <laughs> real great success. Great yeah, success. The only real <laughs> uh cinematic universe that has had an actual level of success that anybody can see. Um DC's looking at that and going, Okay, how 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 we how we do how we do this. Uh and the way I look at it is Marvel's Marvel has created a cinematic universe. They've created their own centralized cinematic universe. We started it with Iron Man. It's still going on right now. DC saying, cool, we're going to have Flash do this like thing across multiple dimensions. And uh, let's just say we've been working on our cinematic universe from the very beginning. Uh, so like Christopher Reeve, Superman. Granted, you're not going to get Christopher Reeve. But Michael Keaton, Batman, like that image you just brought up showed mm-hmm. uh, being there with Flash. What was that Michael... Yeah, that's the Michael Keaton Batman.
0: Yeah. Oh, it is. Yep. Oh, that, see, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you not know it? Uh, I did not necessarily notice that when I, I was putting this together, but that is kind of cool looking. Did
1: not not know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that's the '89 Batman with with Flash. So what you're looking at is you're looking at every movie that DC has ever made as part of their cinematic universe, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a really dope thought. I know it's like we're all excited i'm really curious as to what general audiences are going to think because that's going to be like wait i who's who's what and where and where'd they come from and why that i feel like that's going to be like super confusing for a lot of audience a lot of audiences but i know for us it's going to be like hey yeah that's it's michael keaton he was in the 89 batman it's part of this thing now Mm mm-hmm that's gonna be a blast
0: wait why is he in there uh obviously you're a person that's not on the internet a lot (laughs) you don't
1: follow movies because he can be and they want to and have fun okay
0: yeah uh so interested to see where this can go because this is this is a step i would say like potentially in a right direction the only thing that like, I feel like still kind of hinges on this is for DC, I want to hear that they have, that they essentially have a Kevin Feige. Yeah. They need the one person who's rooted who in, yeah, who, who's rooted in like the comic knowledge and the movies and is the guiding hand throughout all the movies being developed. We still don't necessarily have that for for the DC movies yet. Yeah. And the kind of the problem with that is because of D, how much DC is controlled by Warner Brothers in that it's more of a Warner Brothers is handling everything DC related. While, like, if you go back over to the Marvel side, Marvel has always been in control of their own properties. Uh they've just gone through like different either production houses, uh distribution companies or in this case now Disney yeah. and Disney's like, "Hey, just go do your thing. You you're already successful. You've already done fantastic. You're Here's everything money, you've done do you want to do." Yeah, everything you've done so far is the reason why we wanted to buy you yeah. because you're doing it right. You yeah. you know what to do. Uh so go do your thing instead of them like, "Hey, we're going to essentially hire you and then tell you how to do things." kind of feel like this has a personal connection to me. I'm not going to get into that, though. Uh, Anyways, so... (laughs) Yep, that look kind of says it all, too. Uh, Anyway, so... I I, kind of like that. So, uh, speaking of Marvel... Nice transition. Because our... if you go back and look at our DC uh, reviews and trailer reactions, apparently we absolutely hate DC. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, screw you, people. I like DC. That's I really true. like DC. They just—they are slightly just, and more in the negative than Marvel I has been. Better from
1: them because I know they can do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Marvel for a minute. Uh, there was some news released here. Hey Yeah, Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country, that's currently playing on HBO Max, has been, uh, I guess, hired. He's been cast in. He's Ant-Man been 3. casted in Ant- for Ant-Man three to essentially play Kang the Conqueror. Uh,
1: I don't know if it's like full on confirmed, but it's at least very heavily rumored that he's playing Kang. Uh,
0: so he- here's where this gets interesting. Much like the Flash and the Flashpoint, uh, is dealing with time and other dimensions and stuff. That's what Kang does. Yeah. Uh those of y'all who know the comics, Kang is uh originally Nathaniel Richards, which is like Reed Richards from The Fantastic Four, his like great, 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 great something or another. Uh he's far down the line. Yeah. He's 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 old. <laughs> yeah. He's old as mess. Uh but he's a time traveler. So he can go through and uh, over the years he's uh had different He's had different personas throughout all the time traveling, jumping around. I'm not going to get into all that because we're here to talk about movies and not necessarily the comics.
1: Very fascinating character with a lot of depth.
0: Yes. Uh, So he's potentially playing Kang. The first thing on this, though, is that brings in a connection – to Reed Richards, yep. to the Fantastic Four. This is how they're going to bring the Fantastic Four into the MCU. Again, Kang just being a rumor, but that's that's quite possibly a solid connection right there. Uh, plus, uh, you're talking about this is supposed to be an Ant-Man three, which Ant-Man has already been essentially the catalyst to time traveling. Mm-hmm in the Marvel Cinematic Universe anyways why this makes so much sense yeah so it not at
1: first but if you really think about it it does I feel
0: like they could go the storyline of uh coming off of like endgame they're like oh well Scott Lang was the one who discovered how to time travel in the quantum realm and then Kang pops up and like oh Scott Lang I've been looking for you no other person has been able to do what I can do I must stop you because you have the potential to undo everything that I want to do type of thing.
1: Yeah, there's any number of directions that you can take, King, just because uh, his many appearances within the comics being a villain for the Avengers and just you know being a villain for Fantastic Four and, and kind of all that stuff. X-Men.
0: And uh, yeah, yeah, so the one I will touch upon because I, I really like this idea is that he was also Rama Tut, which was uh, the one who adopted the infant Apocalypse, mm. which they didn't really touch upon in the Apocalypse movie, but <laughs> let's be honest, they didn't really touch upon a lot of stuff in the Apocalypse movie. Oh, yeah, uh, but yeah, he's he's essentially the one that kind of helps uh, build create apocalypse way back in ancient egypt so there's that connection as well this this means a lot for both uh the fantastic four and the x-men properties in the mcu there's so great idea
1: there's so much that they've done that they've set up that say end game could actually be the beginning game for a lot of things uh because they have now they used they utilized end game to kind of start the whole time traveling scenario Mm-hmm. uh which is which brings about a lot of fa- fancy stuff especially if they're going a little more cosmically too i mean you're you're looking at a situation where you are going to have the fantastic four involved you are going to have silver surfer galactus at some point you're going to get kang at some point like all this stuff i mean we're waiting on the eternal still that's supposed to come out here in a couple months and it's going to be next year now yeah so there's all sorts of stuff that's that's going to be happening um Kang really honest if I'm going to be completely honest Kang is the main reason honestly honestly why I wanted the Fantastic 4 out of Fox's hands and back into back into Marvel's hands uh just because there's just so so much that you can do with that villain he could easily he could easily be the next like Thanos level mm-hmm. villain for the MCU if should they be looking for that kind of situation with the rest of their movies uh he's he, he's from the future so he's got a ton of like future tech he's got a ton of like power he's got a, he knows things are going to happen he's in ways that Thanos wasn't Kang is almost unbeatable yeah to a degree so it's going to be really interesting to see how they portray his character how he connects to uh, Reed and all that and you know, are they going to utilize him to bring in the X Men, to bring in mutants and stuff? Are we, are we looking at that with this dimension hopping with the sorcerers and and time hopping with you know Ant Man and all this stuff and what they did in Endgame? Are we going to be bringing in mutants and and all that now from all this? It's there's a lot of really fascinating stuff that we're just going to have to kind of wait and see on for the MCU, um, but uh i i for one am very excited about the possibility of kang uh as far as jonathan majors however that's
0: what i'm looking at is like unfortunately i don't know I, i don't think i'm looking at his filmography uh neither one of us have watched anything that he was in
1: yeah we're not we're not caught up on lovecraft country for sure uh,
0: the main thing it looked like that really that really brought him prominence was he was in the Last Black Man in San Francisco last year, and I remember hearing about this movie and hearing it was really good. Yeah. Uh, he's also in the Five Bloods with Chadwick Boseman, uh, so there's there's a couple of movies out that he's pretty well known in that I mean we could watch and yep. kind of get an idea. Uh, I have to believe though again. In Marvel, we trust. If he's being casted as Kang, again going back to describing Kang as like the next Thanos, yeah. we have to assume that as an actor, he's fully capable of sustaining and kind of controlling an entire franchise like that. I mean, you look back at at Josh Brolin as Thanos; mm-hmm. uh, he wasn't like he's well, he's easily one of the top Marvel villains, which the Marvel villains typically suck um there but there's a couple of them that i would say are really good thanos they did a fantastic job on loki thanos uh black panther uh yeah, killmonger killmonger, yeah. killmonger was really good uh i even kind of like what they did with uh what's his face the zemo in civil yeah, war
1: I, I actually really like what they did with him. uh and they're bringing him back i'm very interested in seeing what they do with him with the uh, winter falcon and winter soldier yeah uh,
0: because that was a good character daniel Bruhl is a really good actor Um, So I'm eager to see what they do with him. But to give this actor, uh, Jonathan Majors, who, again, has only been like in a handful of films, it looks like, so far, to give him that character to essentially control, like Thanos was controlling of the MCU as so far as we know it, essentially, to give him that kind of control as well, that speaks volumes on his ability to act. And, yeah, I'm really eager to see what he... He could do. Oh yeah, Red Skull was really good too.
1: Yeah, I liked Red Skull. I think uh Hugo Weaving did a fantastic job at that.
0: Uh, uh Hugo Weaving and uh oh what's his name that did it in
1: Glad you brought him up. <sighs> um
0: his name's on the top of my head. If this Mark was Wand. yes, if this was uh Schmodown I'd be like, I can see his face. I can't I can't get his name. Ross Marquand? Ross one yeah.
1: Yeah, he did a great Hugo Weaving doing uh Red Skull impression. Which yeah Really all they needed For that role at that point Because he's caked in makeup
0: I mean essentially When they showed him It looked and sounded Exactly like Hugo Weeming's Red yeah. Skull It's just a more Tied Skull So Yeah
1: Um Anyway Very interesting stuff Headed Ahead for the MCU Uh Who knows when we'll see Black Widow I think it's getting delayed.
0: It's probably going to be delayed as well. Uh, so the nice thing is, is so far we've gotten some movies back. It was nice to finally watch New Mutants. It was nice to be able to go see Tenet. It'd
1: be nice to be able to consistently go see movies, but if they yeah, back, you
0: know, uh, I, I I do kind of like as a YouTuber that's producing content based on these movies, I kind of like this little bit. We're we're essentially staggering these releases. Yeah. Uh, therefore, we're also staggering like movie trailers and stuff, which is great as far as being able to do content and produce content while you say you work a 40 hour job a week um also while the Schmodown is playing four times a week 40 hours a week, <laughs> 40 hours a week. uh so i mean it's it's been a blessing for us as far as being able to to stay on top of this stuff Um, but I am in all honesty, I am eager to get back to working and cranking out and building this channel. Uh, so those of y'all who are watching again, thank you for watching this. Uh, again, we do want to build this channel out. So make sure you subscribe to this channel, uh, share it with your friends. I know we got a lot of people. I see a lot of people in the chat that we, that we see every week. Uh, you are the loyal followers. Uh, in fact, most of y'all are also patrons. So thank you. Your support is very much appreciated. Uh, we I'm want
1: people in the chat. I got to touch on something. So anyway, are okay. You, are you wrapping up or what? No, you can,
0: you can do uh, that since we happen to be on the topic of people in the chat.
1: Yeah, so Tyler dropped in there that I can do Joe. Oh, yeah. Uh, so instead of doing uh, Brock Sampson, we'll do Joe from Family Guy. Hey, hater Come over here, Peter. So let's get ready to rock.
0: <laughs> so, you want to meet in the parking lot and have a fight after this? <laughs> Was that Joe Somebody? <laughs> oh yeah, there's that too. <laughs> he wasn't Joe, hey, but
1: you uh, do that in front of your daughter. <laughs> Tell you what, slap you around in front of your kid. <laughs> Feed you some of Goosego's poison,
0: poison for Goosego. <laughs>
1: Squeak squeaker squeak squeaking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Patrick Warburton has a has a great voice. Uh, Patrick Warburton, yeah. Oh, know. and then there was uh, one of his iconic roles easily was him playing uh the tick, in the tick TV show. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I lo- and I love I loved the Tick cartoon as a kid growing up, too. The Saturday, it was so ridiculous. He fought a guy whose name was like Chair Face, who, whose head was a chair.
1: I feel like we just covered the gamut of Patrick Warburton.
0: You, pretty much, yeah.
1: Really? On well, next week's show, we cover SpongeBob voices. <laughs> oh, God, no, stop.
0: <laughs> See, I do cartoon voices. You do more of the actors. I, I do more of the cartoon. You know, I'll do the SpongeBob voices. <laughs> you do some of the. Hey, Spongebob. Spongebob.
1: What, Patrick? See, I can, no. I can, I can kind no. of do... No.
0: <sighs> Welcome to the hour where I get berated by my younger brother the entire time.
1: Patrick. Hey, Patrick.
0: I mean, that's good, too. Ah. That's good, too. Just say I'm good at something. I just need to be told I'm good. You're good at things that aren't the things that I'm good at. Anyways, so I could do *Marvin the Martian* and, and like *Shaggy* and *Scooby* and. Well, I'm good at *Marvin the Martian* also. So. Uh, not as good as me. Anyways, that's gonna do it for the show tonight. Uh, <laughs> again, thank y'all for watching. Uh, make sure again you like, comment, subscribe. Everything on this show. Uh, we're trying to build it back up. Uh, again, as the uh, schmodown is going back to not doing four episodes a week, uh, we will be shifting this back to the 9:30 time slot uh so just keep an eye out for that we will be adding new stuff to the show as well including a lot more interaction with the chat uh stuff like games kind of like what we were doing before where we were doing uh like we did the, the batman villain fan casting right before uh the we started the replay yeah stuff so like that. we want to do stuff like that some just some more fun get some get some uh ideas and stuff of flowing so uh looking forward to that so we will be doing that again anyways uh, we are going to be hopping over to do the Schmowdown Replay, that thing, uh, here in about 15 minutes or so. So make sure you just stay on this channel and go over and click onto that video that's already created. Uh, we'll be there momentarily. Until
1: then, though. Uh, see, I see. Uh, I, I can't quite. Yeah, it was more Demon Bear. I was trying to get to Mr. Krabs, and I can really only do Mr. Krabs if I say... Get on the Patreon and give us me money! (laughs) That's that's about as far as I get Mr. Krabs.
0: Why do you sound like the prison guard from Shawshank Redemption? (laughs) You also sound like the Kurgan from uh, Highlander. Lex Luthor from the Superman Series. Oh, yeah, you definitely sound like Lex Luthor from the Superman animated oh. series from the 90s. Interesting. The, uh, which is also quite possibly one of the best uh, Lex Luthors ever. That
1: demon-looking dude from Mandalorian. Yeah. Let's just roll out all of his <laughs> All the Clancy Brown <laughs> roles.
0: So, Patrick Warburton, Clancy Brown. Y'all didn't know you were getting this with this episode tonight. Anyways, that's going to do it for tonight. Make sure you follow us. There you go. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at cine mlp we also have our personal ones down below make sure y'all follow us there we will see y'all again here in a little bit y'all all all have a great evening and a good night later Later. bye (laughs) silly see you later